planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to another episode of the Everblack Podcast. On this show, we talk to Jake from Disentomb, who will be releasing their latest brutal album, The Decaying Light, this Friday, July 12th, through EVP recordings. The band are also kicking off their Aussie tour the same day with Hortopsy in Melbourne at the North Coast Social Club. Then they'll be heading up to uh, the Dead of Winter Festival in Brisbane, which is going to be massive, and that's uh, Saturday, July 13th. Uh, the band are also heading to Sydney at the Crowbar on July 20. Uh, Friday, July 26th in Adelaide at the Enigma Bar. And wrapping up Saturday, July 27th in Hobart at the Brisbane Hotel. Tickets are on sale now. Go support the boys and, of course, get the new album. Uh, it drops this Friday. It is brutal, yeah, as you'll hear in the uh, interview. We talk a lot about the uh, production and it's just, it sounds huge. Uh, another thing is they're giving away at Jackson. I don't know if the competition's been drawn yet, but they've given away a Jackson guitar as well as part of the promo, which is uh, very unheard of these days, you know, especially with pre-orders and stuff like that. So go and uh, support the lads. Get the album when it drops this week. It's uh, phenomenal. And, of course, if you're in Brisbane, go to uh, the Dead of Winter Festival, which is always a, a blast. I'm pretty sure there might be still some tickets left to that. Uh, they sell out pretty quick, and uh, it's going to be huge. All right, before we go into this episode, we have to mention that it is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media. They've got such a great turnaround as well. Highly recommend checking those guys out at www.blacklightad.com.au. Show is also brought to you by our friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go uh, order your stickers and all your promo now at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and Everblack Podcast through iTunes, Spreaker, and wherever you can uh, listen to podcasts and subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate uh, your support, guys. Uh, hit us up on the socials as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all those. Uh, swing us a message. Uh, we like it when people uh, interact with us and say hey. All right, here is my interview with Jake from Disentomb. The album is phenomenal. Drops this week through EVP. The Decaying Light is what it's called. Brutal, brutal album. Enjoy. Jake, how's your night going, man? Tick top to say the least. That'd probably be an understatement. Oh, that's awesome to hear, man. That's awesome. Thanks for. Uh, how's your night going? More importantly, mine, mine is uh, also. I'm talking to you. I've been cranking the uh, new This Is Doom album. It's fucking sick. Lovely. Textbook Wednesday night. Yeah, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, just to mention the new Distant Tomb album, The Cane Light, uh, is brutal as fuck, and it comes out on July 12. This is album number three for you dudes, and it, it's it got everything from, like, the riffage, riffage production. It's all been ramped up, man. So it's, it's also been five years since the release of Misery, 
And yeah. uh, it's definitely been worth the wait, man. This is awesome, this album. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, we definitely took the time to hone the songs. Because they've been written for a long time, but we just kept going back to retighten them up. But we've been staying pretty consistent with touring and shit over the five years as well, so been keeping busy. Happy with That's the end cool. result of the album, though. Oh, dude, it's, it sounds so heavy, too. And you yep. can hear the progression through uh, through the three albums to this. I mean, you, you've worked yeah. with was it Joe Joe Haley on this one as well, didn't you? Yeah, he did the drums and bass. He did and the tracking for them. And you did the guitars yourself, is that right? Yeah, I just recorded guitars at home. Just at home? And then <laughs> Adrian, our bassist, mixed it all. It's good being because they're... Uh, Having someone in the band mix the album, we're able to just have tons back and forth to get it how we wanted. You know what I mean? But when you're working with someone overseas that you don't really know, just communicating via email, mm. it's a bit, bit more tricky to uh, get all your ideas across. How was it working with uh, Joe in in that regard? Oh, it was cool. I, I didn't go down there actually. It was just Henry and Adrian that went down there. But yeah, they got it all tracked in like two days, I think, the drums and bass. So it was all a pretty quick affair. It was all pretty smooth after that. Then the mixing and mastering process ended up taking a lot longer than we anticipated. But when it came to them going down there with the tracks, did they, or, or to do the tracks, did they take your guitar uh, recordings with them? Is that how, Was there like a, a skeletal uh, demo yeah. that you had? That yeah, well, um, leading up to recording the album, I'd recorded all the guitars, just like, you know, rough versions, and Henry was practicing to them. So we took those down, and that's what he recorded to as well. And then once I got the um, proper drums, I was able to just record good guitar over that. So when you when you write, do you guys write in a jam room, or is it sort of a bit more uh, focused? I come up with most of like the riffs and stuff, like the general composition of the song, and then you know I just make up basic drums on uh, just with like a drum program, and that just uh, give the ideas, and then the other guys go through and work their magic with all their parts. Awesome, man. And of course, uh, you know, with the gap in between albums, you, you guys have been trekking around the world and playing shows and touring and doing all that kind of thing. Was there a lot of work done on the road in regards to writing? No, none at all. All the writing gets done at home. I'd like to uh, try to write on the road, but I know I just don't have the same level of focus on tour as I can when I'm at home. Plus, we had all the songs written, like, fucking, I don't know, within a year, 18 months of misery. So, like, the songs didn't actually take that long to write. We've had them for years. So they're already old songs to me now. I'm already sick of playing them. Ready to uh, write a new album and get that out. So have you got new stuff already ready in the can, ready to go again? Uh, Not a full album, but, yeah, we've got got songs on the way. Yeah, just more of the uh, same progression, I'd say. Well, it definitely the production on this one sounds just phenomenal, man. Sounds so heavy. You guys have done really well. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. That was um, like kind of the only thing that people have been a little bit mixed on, is that it just doesn't sound like every other album, so they don't go on it as much. Like a lot of people saying that the vocals are too low in the mix and stuff, where if you're if you only listen to like perfect polished death metal, the vocals are always just slapped over the top. <laughs> yeah, I know, man, but I, I like it, you know. I can't follow yeah. that was the first thing that really popped out. It's just everything seems to sit really nicely. So Yeah. It just has a real natural sound to it as well. Like mm. That's how we come across when we play live, you know what I mean? I don't see the point in recording an album that sounds nothing like what you sound like live. 
that's it, man. And then you sometimes get the old school guys that want things that sound like uh, it's recorded in a in a bathroom with a little tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't play. You can't please everyone, can you? <laughs> no, man. But fuck. You know. But uh, it's it sounds awesome, man. That's that's what that's a, that's a good thing. And of course, there is a competition uh, that you're running to win a Jackson as well. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. I think Jackson as well. It's like one of the, you know, it's not the lower end one. No, it's just older, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a uh, X series. So that's just the model below the Pro series. I was stoked that Jackson were able to, you know, help out and willing to put a new guitar for it. I'm that's just stoked to be able to give someone a sick guitar that wouldn't usually get the chance, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, absolutely. And is that is that the model that you play? Yeah, I play soloist. So you're going to uh, give it a once-over before it goes out there? <laughs> oh, I've already been shredding it at home. <laughs> oh, you got it. I got it. Yeah, nice. Got it, you know? Can't send someone out a salty guitar that doesn't riff. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's got to be riff-ready. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> so, uh, of course, was your first guitar Jackson? It was, actually. Randy Rhodes V. Oh, dude, the classic. Yeah. Got it brand new for Christmas when I was, like, 16, I think. Mm. And I was stoked. Still got it. Love it. It's wicked to be endorsed by Jackson now. Never expected it. So definitely grateful for that. Because I, I, uh, I, I remember seeing all the old Dave Mustaine customs and, and having yeah. it up on my wall and just dreamt of owning one, man. And, you know, Jackson have just got that sick tone. Yeah. And, like, every sick metal guitarist worth their salt pretty much plays Jackson. So, for a reason, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh so do you still crack out that um, that Randy Rhodes from time to time? I do. I do sometimes. It's got a, a way different feel to the uh, to the soloist. So I don't know if I'd use it live, but yeah, it's definitely fun to rip out at home. It's got pentagrams as thread in those, so it's just evil, you know? Yeah. For the inspiration from Satan. <laughs> Have you used it on recordings? Uh, yeah, yeah. Recorded the first album with that and... The two promos. It will. I'll, uh, I'll have to end up using it again, I'd say. Just for, nice. just for old times, but. This year marks 10 years as a band for you, dude. Has that, has it really hit home? That's a long time, man. Yeah, it never really uh, occurred to me until other people started bringing it up this year, but it's pretty crazy. It doesn't really feel like, yeah, it doesn't feel like 10 years because we've just been doing our thing the whole time, you know what I mean? We're not really trying to get to any potential level or we don't really have any set goals that we're trying to reach. We're just taking it as it comes and rolling with it. So, Do you remember your first show? Yeah, I do remember my first show. It was, uh, it was on like a Friday night. It was in 2006, I think. I think like grade 11. Uh, yeah, that was a massive deal because we all lived out in the country. So coming to Brisbane to play a real actual show in the city was like fucking massive. It was a good night though. Had probably 100 people there. Felt packed. The basement, or was that uh, uh Club Two Nine Nine? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Right in the middle of the valley. Yeah. Worst load in and load out ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's true. Yeah, it was. But uh, I had some good times, man, at that place. I remember it. Yeah. I was feeling when they closed again. Yeah. Closed down all the good venues in Brisbane, pretty much. Yeah. Well, only a couple I mean, left. There is, yeah. I mean, like Brightside's side's pretty sick. Um, yeah, crowbar. Yeah. You know, we still got, you know, that's it. 
unlike the Gold Coast where we we've, we've got two venues. But, you know. Is Miami Bar still going? Uh, Shark Bar? Nah, it's gone now. Is it? Yeah, it's gone. So we got Vinny's. I haven't played Vinny's yet. I'm playing there next month. But Mo's is most okay. um, Mo's is awesome, man. If you guys have ever I heard of it? To play, uh, it's it's like an industrial area, but it's um. Do you remember old Shed Five? Yeah, yeah. That, I went to one show there. It was crazy. Well, it's like that. It's like Legit. that kind. Yeah, dude. You can. It's BYO. Um, oh, yeah. We're playing there tomorrow, so it's BYO barbecue and just tunes, man. <laughs> it's so awesome. You bring your beers, bring your snags. Yep. That's it. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get you guys get a chance to you know play play on the coast. They're the two I'd, I'd recommend. For sure. Yeah. We need to line it up. We've never played down there. Yeah. I remember once upon a time, like, Gold Coast and Sunny Coast were always on, like, you know, Aussie bands, Australian tours. And now it's just kind of stopped. Yeah. The old shark bar, man. That's a, it's a shame it's, you know, not happening anymore. But, hey, man, it goes through its ups and downs, you know, like Brisbane. That's it. That's it. Surely it'll, it'll all come back around. People will get bored at some point. That's we'll right. start doing shit again. Yeah, there's only so much Netflix and chill you can do. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's starting to come to a head now. People yeah. are just seeing that it's just a distraction. That's all it is. That's it. Get out that's there like and the real world. That's it. Talk to people with your voice, not your thumbs. That's right. So, I mean, you've toured the world and played some epic festivals and toured with some amazing bands as well. What's been the highlight? Probably Mountains of Death. This festival we played in Switzerland in 2011. That was just a mental experience, like playing with pretty much all my favourite bands, just all in one spot. That was just like, yeah, a surreal weekend. And to be like sharing the stage with all those bands was just like a huge moment. And when we toured uh, Europe with Dying Fetus, always been a massive Fetus fan. So that was just another pinch yourself kind of moment. So with uh, so what was who was on that lineup of that festival? Oh, it had like um, Disgorge, Gorgasm, Wormed, Defeated Sanity, all the golden era brutal death metal bands. It was huge, and it was like right in the middle of the uh, Swiss Alps as well, like outdoor stage. It's like looking at these beautiful mountains, massive river running right through the festival ground. Everyone just keeping their beers in the river to keep them cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. It was a good weekend. <laughs> so, uh, is there a bucket list for the band? Is there like one band you'd want to tour with, or, or a festival you want to play? Well, I've been pretty lucky so far. I've kind of played with all the bands that were on my bucket list. There weren't really any massive ones or anything. They were all kind of just brutal death bands, and yeah, yeah, I was able to do that. But yeah, I don't think there's really a set goal that I want to achieve now. I'm just seeing where it goes. You know what I mean? Definitely want to take it as far as you can. It'd be sick to play like Bucking or something like that, but just see how we go. That's all we can do. And you're going to be playing Dead of Winter next month as well, as and that's part of your Australian tour. Have you played Dead of Winter before? Yeah, we played Dead of Winter in 2015, I think. Mm. Yeah, we played, but that was an upstairs, the upstairs stage, and it was nuts. The crowd got very violent. That's the the Jubilee, right? The, the Jubilee one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're Fine playing room. downstairs at this one. Yeah, man. Out in like the beer garden. Yeah, that's going to be incredible, man. Should be good. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, in 
touring Australia compared to you know the rest of the world, do you still enjoy that? Yeah, you've been out there and seen the world. I do. Like Australia, yeah, you know, it's home. But the, uh, you know, just because we don't really have the population of America or Europe, the shows mm. are just naturally going to be a bit smaller. But they're always still good fun. But there's definitely just like a such a different vibe to shows in the different places that you play, like the vibe of shows in Australia compared to like Eastern Europe or something like that. It's just completely different. People are a lot more reserved in Australia. So you say they, they go a little crazy. Have you done South America yet? No, not yet. We've uh, had a couple of offers, but I haven't been down there yet. Definitely keen to get down that way. Because they're apparently the craziest. Yeah. Every band. Every band I've spoken to says that that's, that's where everyone's the most nuts. I've never heard uh, about shitty turnouts down there or anything. <laughs> no, man. No, no, it sounds like it's a good plan. But uh, what's what's next for you guys? I mean, the album's coming out and uh, the tour. What's, what, what else is on the cards? Keeping on keeping on with our general direction, I suppose. We have a few ideas to um, maybe do some stuff a bit out of the norm that other bands haven't really done in regards to releasing stuff and, yeah, just keeping their content up. But we'll see how we go. We're still in our, you know, this album's still not even released yet, so can't think too much into the future. But, <laughs> yeah, basically just want to keep progressing the same we have for the last 10 years. Definitely progression, man, and it's uh, it's such a phenomenal album. I'm really digging it, and I'm really uh, stoked that you guys are just out there kicking ass. Cheers, man. All right, man. Well, thanks again for uh, taking the time to hang out on the show. album comes out on July 12 through EVP. Enjoy the uh, tour, bro, and stay safe. I dare say I will. Thank you very much, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 